I'm Richard. And I'm Gary. And these are our incredible stories. Hello and welcome back to all of our listeners from around the world and across the United States. We are happy to have you back with us again for some more incredible stories. If you are listening for the first time, don't be shy. Pull up a seat. Get yourself something to drink. Snacks are in the fridge. Help yourself. We're not shy around here. Go ahead and mingle amongst the other people. If you like what you hear, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and uh, join us each and every Friday for some new incredible stories. That being said, what are we doing today? Ooh, well, we've got uh, kind of an interesting, incredible uh, adventure today, Gary. Oh, do we? Uh, yes, uh, because I think uh, what you wanted us to do was uh, we're here with uh, Alex, Alex Coe. That's right. He's right over here. Go ahead and, and say hi to the folks, Alex. Yep. Hello. Thanks for having me on. You're, yeah, you're and, welcome. And Alex, uh, we understand uh, that you have a podcast of your own. I do. It's called the Diz His Podcast, D-I-Z-H-I-Z, and you can find us all podcast platforms under Diz His, as well as we have a website, DizHis.com, and social media platform, DizHis65. And everything Disney. And guess what? We already know, Alex, that there are some haunted ghost stories connected with Disney. That's for sure. That's right. (laughs) Especially the Haunted Mansion, all of that, (laughs) the ashes thrown on that ride. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, uh, Alex is going to identify his favorite scary story of, of all time. Because yes, it's, it's at that time of the year yep, uh, where, sure where people like to tell spooky stories and everybody has their own. So, And I'm going to uh, identify mine. All right, wait, let me get the mood set here. Oh, wait, wrong one. Oh, look at that light. There, there we go. <laughs> I'm going to identify mine, but... Uh, and then I guess, Gary, why don't you um, wrap it all up at the end with your favorite story? Oh, I will. But uh, before we start uh, identifying, one of the authors that uh, we have featured throughout our years here uh, with Incredible Stories is uh, Alvin Schwartz. You want to tell our listeners a little bit about Alvin? He was a guy who liked to tell stories. Boy, he did. <laughs> no. <laughs> did he? He, no, he was, uh, he was a famous um, author who focused on uh, folk tales and went around collecting different types of folk tales from just your ordinary everyday, like Paul Bunyan type tall tales to urban legends and scary stories told around the campfire, the kind that keep you awake at night. Yeah, he wrote 50 books. Can you believe that? 50 wow. books. 50 books. And Busy most man. of them were intended for young readers. And you know what? Young readers especially like scary stories, don't they, uh, Gary? Well, Alex? you know, that, that's the thing. Uh, you got to find something to get you into reading, and for me, it's always been scary stories. Did you know his father was a taxi ca- uh, cab driver? Did not know that. And uh, he went to the Navy first before he went to college, and then everything started happening from there, and he started publishing, and uh, he uh, mentions that the best time to read his stories are at night, in the dark. Oh, yeah. In the gloom. Mm-hmm. And it's easy for someone to imagine all sorts of strange and scary things. Would you guys? Oh yeah. That? Now, he's uh, written some books that I we still haven't gotten to, Gary and, and Alex. Getting a little lazy there. Uh, that I would love to find out more about. 
Here, here's one. There's a carrot in my ear and other noodle tails. There's a carrot in my ear. <laughs> that does sound scary. That yeah, does, I don't know if that's how one of that, the scary ones or not. But how does that <laughs> carrot end up in your ear? <laughs> yeah. and, and for what purpose? And then you were mentioning uh, his folklore. Uh, Flapdoodle, pure nonsense from American folklore. That's one of his books. Mm-hmm. And then he's got one called Whoppers, Tall Tales and Other Lies Collected from American Folklore. So I, you and I both love Alvin Schwartz and the work that he yeah. has produced. And there's lots more that we can discover, I think. But for tonight, we want to find out what each of us thinks is our favorite scary story. A little thunder, oh. please, maestro. Oh, wait. There we go. <laughs> I got so many buttons to choose from over yeah. here. We'll throw in a creepy violin, too. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Ooh, if that okay. doesn't set the mood. Alex, let's start off with you. Do you have a favorite scary story for this time of year? Well, I didn't really read a lot of books growing up, but I did watch The Simpsons. Oh, who doesn't uh, love the Treehouse of Horror? The Treehouse <laughs> of Horrors were I a fun it. series. I looked forward to that every year. Um, and that's a great series. And... When I think about The Simpsons, I think of a couple episodes, one being The Monkey's Paw. That was a good oh, one. Yeah. That's a good episode. And yeah, I was just doing some one, research to yeah. look up uh, where it's from. And it's actually um, based off the Twilight Zone, as if a lot of Treehouse of Horrors episodes were they based were, on yeah. the Twilight Zone. And um, it actually is based on uh, the eighth episode of the third season called It's a Good Life. And um, just like in Treehouse of Horror, you have wishes, but then the wishes come, and they're not uh, similar. You talked about this this kind of story before as well. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the, you ask for a wish, but it's not what you think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's twisted in some way to actually be worse for you. Yeah. Uh, you did an episode, I believe, on your, um, your podcast in the summer. Didn't you do an episode like this? We did the monkey's paw, yeah, yeah with the kids, yeah. Paw. Actually, I, we did it for Halloween. And we I did, did a voice, special Halloween. I did a voiceover yes, you did. on it. And you uh, were the sun. I was the sun, and uh, <laughs> it, it's a good story as well as a lot of the Treehouse of Horrors. I can't remember every single one of them like titles, but um, because I didn't read books growing up, uh, this was a good alternative. And like I said, every year the Treehouse of Horrors were uh, a great way to watch. You know those stories oh, that are taken from Alvin Schwartz or other, you yeah. Know, horror type writers of course they take inspiration from everywhere yeah yeah. twilight zone um so that those were fun for me to growing up i have to agree with you i mean it not going into the story i like but i i love treehouse of horrors but i especially love the ones like from the early 90s because i remember the monkey's paw i remember when uh, homer makes a deal with the devil so just so he can have a donut mm-hmm. <laughs> and like he gets yeah. he gets put in hell and <laughs> the demon said you like donuts you'll have all the donuts in the world and then like after an hour homer's like more yeah. and like there's no more donuts left in hell yeah, yeah. like he's eating all of them and he's like i don't get it ted koppel went crazy in 50 minutes and you know it was just like it's just fantastic. And then, like, at the end, his head is a donut. And Marge is like, stop picking it. And he's like, Marge is so delicious. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was just great. Um, so Halloween horror stories can be absolutely the, they hilarious, They can be. Right? Comedy and horror go hand the in hand. Simpsons. Oh, yeah. It's all about timing. It's the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, folks. Yeah. So that's uh, Alex's that's Alex, uh, yeah. pick for us. And if you haven't uh, experienced the Treehouse of Horrors. Uh, <laughs> it's all on Simpsons. Disney+. Plus. It's all yeah, on Disney+. All Plus. On and the writers loved it because it, they could go out of the zone of what is safe for TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can go a little more violent, a little more yeah. scary than usual. Yeah. They could. You know? They definitely could. 
Um, and just be careful about making a deal with the devil about donuts. Always, <laughs> always. <laughs> never wanted to. And the best part, though, is that Ned Flanders, who's supposed to be the most uh, pious, holy roller, mm-hmm. turns out to be the devil. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, yes, he does. You're right. <laughs> he was the devil, yeah. Uh, that was great. Um, okay. All right. So I, I have one to contribute, Gary, and this is one we've done on the podcast. It was one of our first ones, and it was one of our most popular ones for a long period of time. <clears throat> and that's the uh, story of the haunted George <clears throat> Wythe House in Williamsburg, Virginia. <clears throat> I will tell our uh, all of our listeners that uh, you folks need to know that if you want haunted house and ghost stories that are really superb, look for the ones that come from Virginia. I think Virginia has the absolute best. <clears throat> haunted house and ghost stories and i've been fortunate enough to visit some of these places and experience some of the things that go on at some of these places so uh, of course my choice would come from that cache of wonderful stories from haunted stories from uh, virginia in fact uh, in that uh, tidewater area where i uh, went to school at william and mary um, every every house that was worth its salt had a haunted story connected with it. Mm. Uh, so, uh, you know, if it didn't have a haunted uh, story connected with it, it wasn't worth its uh, weight in gold. Of course. And so um, <laughs> the Wythe House is, uh, belongs to Colonial Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, <clears throat> George Wythe was one of the original signers of the Declaration of Independence, and he was uh, a very learned jurist there. He was Thomas Jefferson's law professor, for example. <clears throat> he himself... Uh, died um, a horrible death. Uh, it appears that his nephew poisoned him. Wow, that's not cool. So there's a murder. There is a, a historical murder story connected with George With, um, And so his house is supposedly haunted, but not by him. It's uh, by uh, uh, somebody named Lady Skipwith, uh, who was a fashionable lady in the Revolutionary Times. And um, she was uh, at the Governor's Ball, which was just down the green from the Wythe House, uh, the Governor's Mansion. And she came running out of the ball, uh, looking hysterical. Um, she uh, lost one of her slippers in her flight, and so she had one shoe on, one shoe off when she arrived at the mansion where she and her husband were... Uh, staying as guests of George with, and she uh, suddenly died. I don't know whether she had a heart attack or this or that or the other, but she suddenly died, and guess what? Um, They say that it's her spirit that comes back to haunt this place, Mm -hmm. and that um, there can be a light scene as she travels around the house at night, and you can hear her walking in the garden at night, tap thump, tap thump, tap thump, as if somebody's walking with one shoe on and one shoe off. So I investigated the Wythe House as a student at the college, mm. and I sat at the, in the back of that garden yeah. at the end of the uh, little brick walkway at midnight, <clears throat> listening to see if I could hear tap thump, tap thump tap thumb and guess what did you hear it no 
<laughs> Lies. I lost a night's sleep. That was it, huh? However, no, no, it wasn't a total loss of sleep because I did see something, Gary and Alex, mm-hmm. um, at the uh, second floor of the mansion yeah. uh, on the far right. It was uh-huh. a bedroom. I saw a light move across the bedroom to above the staircase. Then it came down the staircase, and then it went back to the right um, I think in like a, a sitting room area. And I saw that light move. Now, nobody was in that house. Not even security? That No, because that is such a protected treasure that uh, they have uh, sensors Yeah, uh, as part of the security in that house. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't explain what I was seeing. All I thought was somehow or other it might have been reflections from a road. Right, right. But a car headlights from a road, but you know, the, the road was not anywhere nearby. This is an area of Williamsburg where they didn't allow cars. So, uh, you know, that, that was a stretch. Yeah. Uh, and so I happened to talk to one of the colonial Williamsburg security guards one time and he said, yeah, you know what? That's, that's a pretty creepy place. As far as I'm concerned, he said, I was in there once <clears throat> walking up the staircase to check the second floor. Yeah. And I felt this cold wind just rush past me. And he said, I I couldn't explain it. Mm. And so there are folks there that, you know, have their own little uh, stories connected with the place. Right. And so when you add in a real life murder Mm. and you add in some people who say, I've experienced this or that or the other, and you yourself have seen something that's not totally explainable, Mm -hmm. it makes a heck of a good scary story definitely not a loss of a night that's for sure yeah that's that's for sure that's for sure all right uh as far as mine it's really hard for me to pick because i love short stories i love horror stories i love ghost stories um i'll just make mention of two of my favorite stephen king's real quick Uh, one of them is called uh, grandma which i didn't realize was a stephen king story because it showed up on twilight zone in the 80s because they had an 80s uh series Mm mm-hmm and um, the kid who starred in it was the one from uh, Neverending Story, the one that played Bastion. Okay. And But the story is about this kid. He's left at home uh, at his grandmother's house by himself. The mom has to go check on his brother who's at the hospital because he broke his arm. Grandma is dying. And so he's supposed to be there. And if something happens with the grandmother, uh, he's to call you know, his dad or somebody to assist or call 911. But the, nobody wants anything to do with the grandmother. She's kind of estranged from her children for certain reasons. And uh, he discovers a book that's under a floorboard in her room. And when he starts reading out of it, all of a sudden the outside turns dark. And then he hears voices coming from the grandmother's room. And by the end of the story, he's devoured by the grandmother. And uh, when the mom comes back, she sees him sitting at the table and he's crying and everything. And he tells her that she's died. And you're like, wait, I thought he got eaten. And then uh, she says, let me go and let me take care of things. And when she leaves the room, he lifts up his head and all of a sudden his eyes are this like mustard yellow. And, uh, and he's got this kind of thing with his voice that lets you know that whatever was attached to the grandmother has now possessed him. Mm. It was just kind of a cool, creepy story. Um, and then the other one I really love is called The Road Virus Heads North. And it's about this uh, business guy who... Um, What's the title again? The Road Virus Heads North. The Road Virus. Yeah, Heads, heads north. north. 
It's about this guy who's a businessman, and he picks up this painting. And it's just because it's unusual. It's this guy who's uh, driving, I think it's a red Pontiac Firebird. And it kind of looks 80s, but the guy's face, he's got this wicked smile, and his teeth have been uh, filed to a point. And um, he just buys because it's just so strange. And as he's heading back home, because he's driving cross-country, every time he looks at the picture, the picture has changed. And he starts noticing that there is a Pontiac that's following him. And uh, he even stops at a garage sale. Well, the, the place where he got the painting from, uh, the garage sale where he got it from, um, he looks at one point and he sees that the woman who sold it to him is in the, in the painting and she's been decapitated. Mm. And the man is holding the head up. And finally, like at the end of the story, the uh, he sees the painting the car is parked outside of his house. And when he looks outside, he sees the car and he sees the man from the painting outside of the car smiling at him from his window. And it's just, it's eerie. Mm-hmm. It's creepy. It's cool. Um, so those are those are my two top favorites from there. And then, of course, Alvin Schwartz. I think the one that uh, freaked me out the most is um, the, uh, the one about the babysitter. It's an urban legend about this girl who's been left at, you know, this house to take care of these three kids. And uh, she's getting these phone calls from this anonymous person. And she's getting really scared. So she calls the operator and she says, can you trace where the calls are coming from? It's really bothering me. And then the operator calls back and said, the calls are coming from inside the house. They're coming from a separate line upstairs. And then when she's running out of the house, and there's two versions of it. In the Schwartz one, she has the kids with her and they leave and the police come in and arrest the man. But in the traditional urban legend, the children have already been put to bed. And when they go upstairs, they find out that the man has already killed the children. Mm-hmm. And he's just standing there with a smile on his face and he's covered in blood. And uh, he has something creepy to say, like, I told you I was going to come or something like that. I told you I'd be here. But it's one of those stories that makes you question because they, the police say he's been living in the attic for over a month and nobody knew he was up there. Mm. So it always just makes you wonder, like, and I think is there's there been a number the of movies that have had have been iterations oh, yeah. of this well, kind of theme. Uh, for sure. This is, this when a Stranger Calls. That will, this is the kind that will give you creeps no yeah. matter what. Yeah, they did a film about it. It's called When a Stranger Calls. There's two versions of it that were done. This mm-hmm. is basically the same idea, but just a creepy idea that, you know, somebody could be hiding in your house. And there's plenty of legitimate stories. At night. That there's been people who were living in attics or inside the walls of somebody mm-hmm. else's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just makes you think like, that's why I was talking to somebody at work the other day. And I was like, I'll never stay at an Airbnb because that's somebody else's house. It's true. They're loaning it to you. How do you know there's not crawl spaces inside that house? Yeah. How do you know that that person who said that you could have that house for the weekend isn't living in the attic or staying in the attic while you're there in the house? See, those kind of stories to me are scary because they could happen. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. Yeah. And even in St. Augustine, Florida, they have B&Bs that have legitimate ghost stories attached that to they do. them. That they you do. can stay in the very room where they uh, supposedly occur. That's true. <laughs> well, now that we just freaked everybody out about <laughs> having somebody living in the walls of their house. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's end uh, where we began, and that's with Alvin Schwartz's advice that the best time to enjoy these kind of stories is at night. Yes. Uh, lights out in the dark, in, in the, the dark. gloom. And uh, it's easy for someone to imagine all sorts of strange and scary things when you have those kind of 
conditions. And that's why uh, one of his most popular books, one of Schwartz's most popular books is Scary Stories to Tell in In the the dark. Dark. Yeah, that's it. All right, folks. Oh, sorry. Would you kill a bug there? <laughs> I did. It was right there. I didn't mean to do that. Hang on. Uh, All right, let's get back over here. Did it go. come from the crawl it space? It did. It came out of the crawl space. You know how <laughs> you know how things go around here. Yeah. All right. There we go. All right, well, if you guys enjoyed it, uh, and I hope you did, I hope that you'll join us again next week for some more episodes. And until next time, I'm Gary. I'm Richard. And I'm Alex. That's right. And uh, hopefully Alex will uh, join us again for some more episodes. Oh, yeah. Of incredible stories. Of incredible stories. All right. Ta-ta for now.